What is going on, ladies and gents? Hello, 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 hello. Hello. How you guys doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. I feel nice and rested. <laughs> How you doing, Anna? I'm I'm here. <laughs> Nexus is here. Nexus was here. Nexus will forever be. Can we? Hi. Nexus came. She washed. She conquered. Before we <laughs> before we jump in anything, can we can we talk about the void really quick? What? There's a ghost haunting our call. We have a ghost in the podcast. Our special <laughs> guest this week. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> Hi. That's all he knows how to say, guys. It's fine. Well, welcome, That's guys. Died saying. Episode eight of the podcast. We've got some good topics for you guys. We've got UFOs. We've got bizarre things in gaming happening. We've got. We're talking Vikings. about my dad. We're talking about your dad. And we're talking about our collective dads. This is a dad cast now, so I hope you guys know that. It's this is the dad cast. Luigi is the dad that was. Yeah, and now, he's, now he's in the is. void. I'm the dad that will be undead dad. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, but no, starting off the topics this week, uh, Hannah's actually got a pretty interesting topic that some of you guys might or might not have seen on uh, Twitter, social media, even the news. It's it's not getting that much coverage, but it should. What what do you have for us? Yeah, so again, like, I don't know if you guys... I, I, I would be surprised if anybody hasn't seen this, but it's also not been, like, hugely circulated news. The Pentagon has released three videos depicting what they're calling unidentified aerial phenomena it's it's ufos come on <laughs> like they well these videos were were released by a, a private company and the pentagon confirmed that these videos are real like these are actual videos that uh they show unidentified flying objects just rapidly moving and flying around uh recorded with infrared camera so when so, you say uh you the ufos are real um i, I assume you're not talking about unidentified flying objects because you know we know that's what they are what are you actually talking about uh words <laughs> i don't know enough I'm the, sorry. the aliens the aliens, the aliens. Aliens. SpongeBob, <laughs> the aliens are like a word with you. I was thinking about that all day. Um, I think I think this is like really eye-opening to me because um, reading this article, um, it did say that for a very long time that the, this footage was classified. Um, so it kind of it kind of like you know alerts me a little bit, you know, uh, why they didn't really release it to the public right away or. Um, well, um, as Tana said, it wasn't their footage initially. Oh, that's right. It was uh, by the by that company. What was the company's name again? It is. Uh... Uh, hold on, I'm I'm gonna bring up the article. Uh, so the U.S. Navy also confirmed that the videos are the real deal. And when they say the real deal, they're not saying that they're actually aliens. They're saying that no, the uh, the footage is not photoshopped or you know doctored not rather in yeah. any way um looking the stars academy. the stars academy of arts and sciences yeah um there were there were clips released by the stars academy of arts and sciences i don't really know they're talking about like footage from 2004 mm -hmm. uh, there's a footage from 2015 uh so in terms of our timeline we're talking a very large amount of time in between these but uh hannah 
What yes. do you what do you think about the situation before we jump into the article? So like of of the Pentagon releasing this this information? I want to hear your thoughts on whatever you feel like sharing about. So th- these videos got released by by a private company and I I I think that the Pentagon was really just trying to clear up like hey these these aren't fake these are like legit things we're not entirely sure what they are kind of in my opinion i talked about this before the show subtly uh confirming the existence of aliens i mean let's let's be real here it would be a little bit selfish and just absolutely ridiculous to think that we are the only uh life forms in the universe and it wouldn't be too far off with the age of our universe, uh, age of the universe, for there to be much higher intellectual life for this to be potentially that. But again, it's just an unidentified object. Right. So that's so fair. Who, who knows? They, they do say that it could potentially be a drone. They're not sure what it is. But with so, um... the videos, some of the videos being released, uh, it, it does not look like such. Well, one of the pilots who was recording the videos, and I remember hearing this, is um, actually said during the recording that it was a drone in, in just one of the videos. Not, it's not a common thing between them. Yeah. Um, I just want to state that while we're talking about the Pentagon, I have a friend who has a perfectly pentagonal head. And every time you say the Pentagon, I think my friend released this footage. <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> do, do you know, know Aaron? <laughs> Stop. Oh. <laughs> I used to call Aaron the Pentagon. God oh, damn it, dude. I said, the government keeps its secrets in your head. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a question, though. Uh, if it is a drone, uh, I just want to know, like, you know, whose drone is it? Like, does it belong to us? Uh, does it belong to another country? No, I'm not sure uh, we are equipped to actually show the footage on stream right now. Um, no, but... not right now. Uh, we can provide a link in the in the YouTube video and at least in chat. I can drop the link in chat right now. Um, For anyone watching live, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting footage. It's a little inexplicable the way the object is moving, but I want to jump into the article a little bit. I want to read a little bit. I want to hear our thoughts on it. If that sounds good to you guys, yeah, that's fine right. by me. So this is this is from uh, CNN Politics for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great. They say. <clears throat> Well, I should say Michael Conte from CNN says the Pentagon has officially released three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomena that had previously been released by a private company. And that private company being the one that Luigi and I discussed shortly, uh, it seems to be what, like a university. I don't really know, uh, you know, uh, whether they're credible, but the Navy confirmed that these videos are not doctored. So that has to mean something. The videos show what appear to be unidentified flying objects rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it could be a drone, and I mentioned that. The Navy previously acknowledged the veracity of the videos in September of last year. They are officially releasing them now in order to clear any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos, according to the Pentagon spokesperson, Sue Gao. I'm just going to read this last quote. 
After a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems, said Gao in a statement, and does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena. So essentially what they're saying here is that they are not looking into these UFOs. They do not deem them worthy of looking into at the moment. So they're not crossing any lines with any investigations or anything, which is why they deemed them acceptable to release to the public. Um, so uh, they're not they're not uh, revealing any secrets as well, but that's not as pertinent, I think, is the fact that they are not stepping on any toes. So uh, given that the military has deemed these sightings as something not really worth looking into, uh, what do you guys think that uh what do you guys think the implications are of a statement like that because i have a few in mind aliens <laughs> you think it's aliens because they don't think it's worth looking into i i personally think that they're just saying that like well, i, I, know I, that I don't might be saying that but their biggest concern is putting their pilots uh lives at risk it's it really it's like the whole safety uh, so to deal to play devil's advocate, um, the information that they gave uh, seems accurate, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, I understand that they, they could be looking into it, but why would they release it at all if they looked into it? Personally, my brother's in the Navy, and they keep their stuff on lockdown, man. Like, they are very serious about where their information goes. They don't like just go, like letting it go to anybody, so... It's, I don't so know, it's when you weird. say, I'm sorry, uh, when you say that they're just saying that, uh, what exactly do you mean? I, I, I think it's something more along the lines of, like, it's oh, it's it's nothing, like, just kind of pushing it aside. When really they're probably going to end up having a team kind of investigating what's going on, at, at least somewhat. Um, I like. I, I don't think that they're really just not going to be looking into it at all. Because what would be the reason of releasing any of this information? Why why are you saying, oh, it's not important, but you're still well, releasing it anyways? So, I think I may have misstepped when I posed it the way it did. Because the quote did not say that they do not deem it worth looking into. They do not deem it worth looking further into. Because like I said... Uh, some of these, some of this footage is from the early 2000s, which means that they have had plenty of time to speculate and look into it and investigate. Oh. So um, I, I think that when they say things like that, uh, I, I really don't think that there is any contradictions in how they went about it. That's very fair. So that said, I it personally, when I hear a quote like that, it makes me think that they don't think it is any type of uh, military drone from another country or anything of, uh, you know, a critical threat to the American public or anything like that. Um, I don't really know what their criteria is for whether they'd like to look further into something. Uh, maybe they've gotten to a point where they just admit they don't know what it is. Maybe it's an anomaly on camera, given the amount of time apart that the footage was mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys think these things could be i i kind of at this point after 
like seeing the quotes and stuff and actually reading into it um i know I'm, i joked around saying aliens like i i don't know what it is honestly god i i don't know what it possibly could be because i feel like even the people in the video that are like it could possibly be a drone like they weren't sure about it they they have no idea so i i don't really have a clue what it could be i'm not experienced like that uh they did state that um they they're referring them to as uh aircraft um but they say that they they're not displaying any characteristics that are not currently within the US inventory nor in any foreign inventory that we are aware of so i think when they say that they are not classifying it as belonging to a nation uh just based off its characteristics that they can see i think that's what that yeah. means does that, that mean that, that makes sense to you? A, a, a more specific direction um it's just it's just all up to them if they really want to just put in more time to get a clear-cut answer for everybody uh, but they they're basically just trying to say that um you know at the very least it's not a threat right so they've looked into it to the point where they deemed it uh unnecessary for them to look into further which uh you know the the u.s military is not necessarily concerned with the procurement of new information about space you know they're they're not yeah. looking to learn they're looking to uh, protect the public well, does, so does that, does that sit um, well with you guys uh, you know no, knowing that they're there is, you know, this footage is confirmed. It's it. We know it's our. They're saying it's not a threat. Like, do, do you guys trust that? You know, do you, do you feel comfortable with that? Yeah, I, I don't see any issue with that. Yeah, I it's... mean, I I trust that it's not a threat, but I don't trust that it's not anything really worth importance. If that if that makes sense, like we know that the government is like hiding a lot of stuff from us a lot of information so yeah. that's the part where i'm skeptical well, like i'm i'm fine with it not being a threat but i just want more info i think it's true that they are hiding information actively but we also have to understand that this was hidden information for a very long time yeah and the fact of the matter is is that it's hidden information that's not worth their time you know, there there could be something much more nefarious going on. We could speculate yeah. all day about conspiracies. Um, if you guys don't have any further thoughts on what's been talked about so far, I do have another little piece to tease you with here about the UFOs. What do you guys, do you guys have anything to say? No, let's uh, move on. Go for it. That's Check it out. So yeah. uh, going back to what Kenny said about how they report things, um, they actually have guidelines for reporting UFOs. Uh, you know, the the term UFO is like a very open term, and my cam just zoomed away. <laughs> <laughs> the UFO is a very open term. Uh, it, it essentially means that you know it's something but we don't know what it is. Uh, so they obviously have guidelines for reporting that kind of thing. Uh, and a related article from CNN once again, uh, they were talking about their guidelines for doing that kind of thing. So they specifically say the Navy does not think that aliens have been flying in the U.S. airspace, one Navy official told CNN. But there have been a number of reports of unauthorized and or unidentified aircraft entering various military-controlled ranges and designated airspace in recent years, according to the statement. 
these kinds of incursions can be both a security risk and pose a safety hazard for both Navy and Air Force aviation. For safety and security concerns, the Navy and the USAF takes these reports very seriously and investigates each and every report. So now understanding that their guidelines are a little more strict, uh, do you guys still humor the idea that, uh, you know, there's there's something alien out there? Or, I, I mean, I don't think we're going to get to a point where we're coming to conclusions ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I like to hear the speculation. And if you guys have any any idea on what this might be, go ahead and shoot. I just feel like even if anything were to like enter those airspaces, like how what's to say that they always are gonna know that something entered it? That's kind of just like my point. Like we have well, these we have these things of like things being caught on tape or being caught on like film and then it being released years later, but Who's to say this stuff that's not caught or just eyewitness stuff like that that nobody ever hears of again? Um, you know there there is radar to understand when something comes into our airspace, but we also have technologies that circumvent radar. So that's an interesting point. Um, I I assume that they take these things into consideration when they look at UFO sightings and they're investigating very seriously, as they said. Yeah. Um, who's yeah. to know? who that falls upon or what they mean by uh, investigating thoroughly. Um, you know, personally, I, I find it tough to speculate when in the absence of any real evidence, uh, you know, um, we could say that there's something there. We could say that, you know, it's an issue with the technology. And I think that might be our, our best option, our best assumption, at least. It is very much an assumption that it is an issue with their technology, given how far apart these things happen. Because there is a margin of error. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to see that, you know, if they do speculate that it is a drone, um, I would like to see, you know, if there's any way they can go about trying to actually confirm that it is indeed a drone. Uh, so just like, just so we understand that, you know, everything that we see that we consider a UFO might not necessarily always have to you know go right to being an alien or something like that mm-hmm. um so that, that's that's something that will always be on my mind so i, I can't necessarily you know i for, for me i i want it to be an alien <laughs> i really do but i can't um <laughs> you know my, my mind tells me i want it you know it's going to be an alien but the reality is that we don't have we, we haven't confirmed uh we haven't like you know went into too much detail to confirm exactly what the objects are and it's not even just one object. We're talking, you know, multiple, multiple occasions here. Uh, so I, for me, I just, I would really like to see if like, we can at least confirm that one of the objects is indeed a drone, for example. Well, I think the fact is that tonight we have proved the existence of the supernatural when you came on our stream as a ghost. So I think <laughs> we can get to the bottom uh, of the aliens right here. <laughs> we can we can figure out if that's a drone yeah, right here and now. <laughs> right now, I think Luigi's just gonna um, be the thumbnail for this this episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be brilliant. We'll have them floating in the blue void. Um, <laughs> that said, I think we have some thought experiments here, and I'd like to entertain the idea that what if it were an alien and what aliens would be capable of if they were capable of getting here 
So as we've seen in our solar system, there's pretty much zero evidence of any life in, you know, the last how many thousands of years that we've studied. Um, we haven't been studying the planets for that long, but you know, you know what I mean? The fact that we can see evidence of well, water or, you know, ravines on, on Mars and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so given that the aliens would have to fly quite the distance to get here, uh, don't you think that they would have to be able to observe that there's something worth getting to in our solar system? And that to me says that they don't really have to be flying down into our atmosphere to get a good look at us. No, they can I mean this is all science fiction that I'm talking about. It's this so this <laughs> is just like I'm going to put this out there. It's not like fact or anything like that, but think of if aliens are like greater beings do exist if they're x amount of years like ahead of us, wouldn't they have something to be able to look at us from where they are compared to coming like to us? I have a counterpoint. Uh, so think about how if you're looking out at a star with your telescope, like mm. sure, our, our technology is not going to be as advanced as theirs, but if you're looking at a star with a telescope, think about how many light years away that is and think about you're, you're seeing it potentially millions of years before because that's how light is traveling. If the sun went out, we wouldn't know for eight minutes because it's eight light minutes away. So they would probably want to do closer observation instead of looking through a telescope because that's not going to be now. That's not going to be current what is going on on this planet. They just see life. If they're looking, they could be seeing dinosaurs. They could be seeing nothing at all. Like I, I You have to that. think about that distance. That, that's I true. I've got a counterpoint to yeah, that. Let me get because... one too again. <laughs> Okay, Again, <laughs> the technology we don't know if they have advanced technology that blows um, past all of that stuff i, I don't I, think that they, they're gonna blow i'm sorry for interrupting literally everyone right now um <laughs> but i don't think they'd have technology that would blow past the laws of physics but that said the fact of the matter is that these ufos are in our atmosphere they can be beyond our atmosphere and still see a pretty accurate picture of what's going on down here, you know? Uh, unless they're trying to get a nice angle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a very solid piece of information that actually supports Hannah's uh, counter-argument. Uh, one very common trait that we see with UFOs is that they're very abrupt and very quick. Um, so that being said, I do think there's a very possibility i'm not saying it's true but there's a very possibility that they can move faster than us how fast i don't know but definitely faster than us but doesn't that also support the idea that they're just an anomaly on video because oh, yeah. the anomaly would you know happen very quickly and therefore the better the technology the uh, lower margin of error therefore the quicker the anomaly mm -hmm. um I'm, i just want to say to be honest with you guys, and it kind of wigs me out, is that you know how telescopes work, right? They use mirrors. Yeah. Our telescopes use mirrors. That means we wouldn't know about the existence of space vampires until it was too late. <laughs> we would be dead. We would. Mm -hmm. They'd already be I'm down scared. on us. We'd have all the time in the world to see them, and we wouldn't be able to do it. At least Luigi would be safe. 
Probably was already taken by them. I've been abducted. Excuse me. <laughs> so, uh, what do you do? You guys have anything else to say on the matter? You guys have any thought experiments or things to tease? Dracula twenty twenty uh, for present. Space Dracula. Space I Dracula. Hope that, uh, I get to see an alien before I, I, I die. You, you, you see an alien every time you look in the mirror. <laughs> True. I, I can't get over it. Like it, you're just floating. I don't even see your hair. It's just a head and a shirt. This, this right <laughs> so, here is why you need to watch the podcast live. Like, so, so you can see the anomaly. You're not going to be seeing this on Spotify. You're not going to be seeing this on on Apple Music. Whatever the hell. Like no, that's you got to watch this live. That's why he's going to be the thumbnail. I'm like <laughs> a tourist attraction, essentially. The thing is, is that you're not even seeing the full picture if you're watching us live, because in the Zoom call, there's a black background that perfectly blends in with Luigi's background, and therefore he's floating in the program. Out, like it, it, it goes beyond the realms of his camera into my computer. It's so it's good. Like, he's haunting my screen. <laughs> like i i hope you guys know i'm not kidding like the thumbnail is literally just gonna say aliens and then it's gonna be luigi staring into his camera <laughs> can, the can perfectly have... symmetrical middle of cam <laughs> special episode can we, have, can we have luigi doing the aliens pose from ancient aliens just oh aliens. <laughs> luigi can you can you do it can you do it please <laughs> uh, let me try <laughs> no, lift, raise your hands you did more. The too well <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Doesn't he be more like? Oh man. Oh, let me put a marker. Okay, on. there it is. <laughs> so, you gotta put a marker on that. We've we've had our weekly Luigi Rip Fest. Um, <laughs> hope you enjoy Kenny, it. <laughs> I'm moving on from aliens. Uh, we have some other cool news that we want to talk about this week. Uh, Are you really gonna make me talk I... about Fortnite? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I guess we're talking about Fortnite, and if you want to talk about it so bad. No. I mean, you're bringing it up out of nowhere. I was, I was gonna talk about, you know, the virus, but I mean, go ahead. Oh, okay. I mean, all right. So, <laughs> no, so something cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I, they make me out to be this person that plays Fortnite a lot. I really don't. I check the item shop and I buy things if it looks cool because I'm weird. You were oh, checking no, the item shop no, and that's man. enough. That, stop. <laughs> that's enough for me. That's strike one, two, and three. Is Bro, I don't hate this in there. <laughs> It's I don't cool. hate Fortnite. I literally okay. do it because it's funny. And then, you know, Kenny's, it's Kenny's my lifelong friend and like yeah. therefore I'm going to take any opportunity. <laughs> so, you know, give me more, please. Go ahead. So Epic Games is straying they're not they're actually not straying away from it, but they're adding alternatives that you can go to besides just playing the BR or creative mode or the single player mode. They are adding a party mode where there's no weapons, no fighting, it's you're just like doing things on maps. This is like, I don't know. I haven't seen this in gaming since I can really think about it's kind of the same thing, like custom games in Halo. Sorry, Luigi, I'm taking it. Um, <laughs> the weekly think, Halo mention. The weekly Halo mention. But think about like Halo custom games. Sure, there's like fighting and stuff, but think about those old game modes where you'd like race cars or like ice cream man stuff like that that's yeah. the kind of sense that i'm getting that fortnite's trying to do i i personally like the idea i might give it a try but i think i think this is like a good step in the right direction for them as a company i don't know what uh, do you guys so think before about this? We, 
So before we move on to input, I would like to read a little bit about it from uh, an article on Kotaku. That's cool with everyone. Yes. Just so we all have a baseline of what the mode is about. Because I did get an inkling of it, but there's a little more to it in terms of uh, how it's defined. So uh, Kotaku by Riley McLeod said, Fortnite's Party Royale mode adds a map, removes building and weapons. Following a leak this morning, Fortnite's latest mode is now live in the game. Uh, Party Royale mode in fe uh, features a new island map. Instead of building and shooting, players go fishing, do time trials, and just hang out. So essentially what happens in Luigi's basement. Uh, rumors <laughs> of Party Royale spread this following morning following Fortnite's 12.50 patch. With some saying that the new mode would appear for testing on Friday night, but nope, it's live now. Its in-game description reads, all chill, no sweat, there are no weapons or building. Instead, the mode is described as a place to hang out with friends. There's no storm circle or a time limit. Vending machines dispense free, non-damaging items like paint guns and grenades, tomatoes you can throw, fishing poles, and a bow that shoots plungers. Excuse me really quick. Uh, <laughs> non-damaging items, and they list grenades. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> or, or I, I, i'm realizing uh, the way that they have it like in their grammar like paint guns and grenades i'm sure they mean like paint grenades or it could be a boogie bomb <laughs> yes that is a, so yes it's paint oh. guns and grenades comma there's no comma in between paint yeah. guns and grenades so you're right you're correct in assuming that um i would like to say that while these items are not necessarily physically damaging I feel like a paint gun could be really emotionally damaging, really ruin a nice set of clothes. Luigi's completely white right now. I don't, I don't he got know. he got hit with the paint gun. Oh. <laughs> he got hit with it. <laughs> You're glowing, dude. <laughs> he's really? he's ascending. You're <laughs> taking okay. him, boys. Um, he reached enlightenment. Oh man, so, that's really bright. Kenny, given what a fan you are of Fortnite, right. uh, <laughs> do you think uh, a mode like this is something you'd like to see implemented elsewhere? I I think I think I would honestly in different games like obviously it has to be the right game for it you wouldn't put like a, a party mode in like Gears of War where you're going to hang out with the the locusts but, but I isn't think that what this is Oh I would love that Are you kidding me I mean no not really but <laughs> <laughs> but I... isn't isn't this like a game that's essentially like a lot about competition and killing and stuff where they're putting very true you know not necessarily if you think of Fortnite there's different aspects of Fortnite like, of course, there's the Battle Royale, that's the biggest thing, but even if people have played the single-player mode, you can make friends and, like, do things with friends in that game more over than just, like, battling people and being competitive. Like, it's not meant to just be a competitive game. I think that this game mode really fits for Fortnite because of the age demographic that they really try to focus on. Like, mm -hmm. you're seeing so many younger kids, early teens playing this game, and, like, sometimes you just want to hang out. You just want to chill. You don't want to constantly have to, like, jump into a game. Like, but you still want to play this game with your friends, you know? Especially during it quarantine. Works for the demographic. Oh, I yeah. agree with that, and honestly, Hannah, that's the first thing that came to mind, is the age. Because mm. there's think... a lot of little kids who want to play Fortnite like their big brother, but they don't want to compete. I don't yeah. think necessarily, like, you're going to find someone in their 30s or 40s hanging out in, in that kind of space. I could be wrong, but I think, yeah, it is going to be towards, like, a lower age group. 
catch me there ironically in 10 years because you said that once on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be there it's fine um so also there's one more thing that i want to go on to that epic games has added to the game that's very like interesting to me but do you guys have anything else you want to add on to this um i kind of wanted to ask hannah how she felt about it being because i feel like a big chunk of your gaming uh interest is in animal crossing right and what yep. is animal crossing more than like oh a, a daily life simulator where you hang out and <laughs> fish and do activities yeah do you think that this is this is your new animal crossing oh god no <laughs> i actually already I saw her fortnite. playing it you and kenny can finally play fortnite together think about it oh oh no he literally <laughs> i i will tell you guys a little story he literally dragged me into the office the other night just so that he could show me the new Deadpool cosmetics. Like, it looks pretty cool. He was so excited. No, I was trying to show her the Travis Scott concert because I got in on the first show. Oh my god. Okay. That's a... I don't know if we want to go into that right now, but holy shit. That was, almost made me download Fortnite. Dude, it was so good. I was watching it. Was it. nuts. I was I watching it here and it was insane. Like, I was like, what the hell am I, what am I doing with my life? Well, they tied it in with a new song, too. They dropped the Scots. Yeah, it was, it's smart marketing. It's, it was, it was oh, incredible. It was incredible. Incredible. Epic Games does things really smart most of the time. I don't know. I, yeah, they, they haven't really misstepped. Aside from some philosophies about the Epic Store being a little more consumer-friendly than it is developer-friendly, but that's that's not a black and white issue. Mm. But continue. All right. So um, the next thing I wanted to go on to, we're moving away from the concert. I want to move on to the second game mode that they're actually adding. If you guys have heard about this, so of course we have the I'm new party not. mode. Um, they actually have a new mode. I'm not. Let me see really quick what it's called. But essentially, if you guys know like how Overwatch or Team Fortress is, where you move a payload, that's Ooh. that's what it's like. It's actually called payload. Um, so there's two teams. Obviously, you're supposed to one team's supposed to move their payload from their site over to the enemy's payload and obviously blow it up. Um, there's no special abilities or anything that they added to the game. It's more it's more where you still have like the same weapons, but you're able to respawn over and over to push this payload towards the enemy's side. It's I I I don't know, I think that's smart. Especially with everything going on with Team Fortress 2 right now, how the game is basically unplayable because of hackers and people bugging the game. I I like I like that. Like I can see so, myself actually trying this. Um I, I'm I'm interested in why. He, so uh, you didn't really. This isn't something we talked about beforehand. I'm 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 curious as to what interests you about this mode in particular, um, and it, its ramifications. So, um, are you just a, really interested in Fortnite? No. <laughs> <laughs> just like from a personal standpoint, I grew up when I first got my computer. Team Fortress was like the biggest thing. So I played hundreds of hours of Team Fortress 2. Um, I kind of fell out of it just because it was the same thing over and over. But even just to give it a try, I'm interested in it just because it reminds me of that when I used to play that. So take it. It might be just a nostalgia kind of thing. Um, that's, that's like my, my reasons for it. 
So does uh, Overwatch not scratch that itch for you? No. Overwatch, if, if anything, is like try hard TF2. I, I don't... Yeah. I, as, a, as someone who's played thousands of hours. The only thing I like in Team... Like, not in Team Fortress. In Overwatch is like when you, Luigi, and I play 3v3s. I don't like the base game mode at all. Okay. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> it's uh, just... My, my take... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, my take on... Epic adding these game modes. Um, ultimately, what I like about it is uh, they know that not everybody's interested in just playing a battle royale, and it's really nice to see that they add ways for more more people to be able to play the game, like giving people different options to play, to, like how they want to play the game. Essentially, I see Kenny nodding, like, "Yep, yep, they're great, they're great, <laughs> love them." Use creator code <laughs> Mythros in the item shop. What? And I, I think a lot of other games have done that really well. Like Counter-Strike uh, did the whole surfing thing. Just a small example. So I, I do think... That's well, all community, mods, though. That was a community yeah. mod. Oh, it was. That's okay, not base. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was It was uh, using their physics system, using some loopholes in it. Yeah. Uh, you get the idea. Like, not everybody is interested in a battle royale. I'm, I'm certainly not, really not interested, interested in, in Fortnite in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not everyone's interested in a battle royale, but CSGO added a battle royale too, by the way. Didn't but, they do that a while ago? Yeah, they everybody did. Everybody chill out once in a while, and everybody likes to try uh, new things. Like, have you guys ever thought about seeing your favorite game in a different uh, like type of uh, formula, essentially? I, I think that's um, really cool. I think some mm. games are built for it, but I, I think, honestly, Fortnite just has they they have the leeway they can do whatever they want they can throw in any kind of simple experimental mode they're not breaking any grounds on this it's a simple payload um i really don't think that this uh is a revelation for the industry no not in the slightest cool to see them no. echo some other games but at the end of the day they're really screaming for children to be like this is better than overwatch <laughs> it's almost you know, like kind of monopolizing the market but i i definitely don't think it's it not essentially take over i, I do not think fortnite has any opportunity to monopolize anything no it's, you know they're, they're giving multiple ways to play their game epic games certainly has the opportunity to step forward in a monopoly <laughs> in terms of how they're selling their games um, but they're they're not even the only viable BR. They're not even the only good BR. Yeah, no, of course, of course not. There, it's they have the money. They're gonna try new stuff. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, no, it's you know it's it's their product, and what's what's better than trying to make your product as accessible as possible to all types of audiences? Yeah, I don't necessarily think this is a step forward for accessibility. No, um, I cause... think it's it's interesting that they're adding they're shaking it up. I think that's that's basically the the talking point it adds a little bit of a diversity to uh play modes that you see in different games right like like with the the payload in overwatch like yeah that's fun sometimes it can be a little bit repetitive in my opinion uh but being able to see it in a different perspective with a different game i think that part is pretty interesting but well, for it to go any further than that right. i don't yeah, I don't see much with it. No, I agree. I agree. I just like I said, I I think it's cool that they're just adding to the to the game at this point. Everybody's stuck inside with quarantine, so it's like, why not have new options to try? I already play Fortnite. Let me try this. Like play Fortnite with Kenny. I don't. I you're not gonna catch me on Fortnite. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I Fortnite. say that uh, most of the games that I favor or enjoy a lot are the games that allow me to play however I really want to play the game. Halo, Halo 3 Bridge Map. Halo 3 Bridge Map. So, uh, you know, viewers, we're going we're gonna to touch on a little point because oh, we have a running joke where every time we jump into Luigi's stream, he's playing uh, 2v2s on the same bridge on Halo 3 every single time. That's it's the same true. map, same game mode. Every single time we jump in there, and we're getting we're getting suspicious that he's not actually playing anything else in the game. <laughs> I see him kill two people with a rocket on the underside of the bridge, and then use a jump pad and be like, "Oh, it's that." <laughs> no, Luigi's been playing Apex lately. I can vouch. I've been no. playing a lot of things lately. All right, uh, I think uh, this is a good opportunity to move on to our next subject instead of <laughs> talking about stupid bridge. Really uh, about the bridge, <laughs> though. One of the greatest maps ever. So, uh, moving on, talking about products and marketing and such. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was recently announced, and they went about this in such an interesting way that I thought it was worth talking about. So, earlier today, about 12 hours ago now, they live-streamed. It's, it's literally... Um, what is the program they're using, Kenny? It's that's Adobe. It's, um, is it Photoshop? Let yeah, me check. Is it, I thought it was like Illustrator or something. Anyways, um, they're they're using Photoshop live on stream, and they're making a background. And I think all they said was Assassin's Creed before this actually happened. They hadn't announced the title. I tuned into it for a little bit while I was at work. Like, what the hell is this? And they had a graphic designer actively making their promotional material live on stream as their announcement. Now, I think this is really interesting, especially since Assassin's Creed is such a big franchise. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to, I'd like to talk about it, but I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this approach. Hannah, so we haven't heard from you in a while. I I think it's a really interesting approach. I've never in in my experience i've never seen anybody go about announcing a game in this way like this this live stream was eight hours and 10 minutes and you had to like go through that journey all you knew was assassin's creed you had no idea what was going on like you were suspicious about like this is a new game but for that to be like the kind of the unveiling like a, a very extended teaser of this is what we're working on this is what we are going to be giving to you like it's such it, it's such a from a creative perspective it's so incredible to see because you're you're understanding that process of what it takes to even just make visuals for for like an advertisement Right. Like that's something that people don't typically think about when uh, looking at like even a, a game's cover art, you know? Yeah. So. Oh yeah, it's so overlooked. Yeah, seeing seeing the hard work and seeing how long it took, I skipped through that video, and there were parts that I noticed where I was like, "Huh, how how did he like get from this to this?" And then I went back and I like fully watched. I'm like. Oh my god, this is incredible. Almost forgetting that this is like a game announcement, but then it made me more invested in what the game is going to be like. No, 
that said, would you say that speaks to the credibility of the live stream that this is an actual graphic artist creating art live? Do you think it was like a real deal? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Mm -hmm. For for it to be over eight hours, there's no way that it wasn't. That's the part that struck me is that it's real work. Yeah. Kenny, I interrupted the crap out of you to hear from Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I she pretty much took it right out of my mouth. Like as a graphic designer, someone who does like this type of work that that trailer was is just like first off, on the company's part, that's really cool that they made that the announcement to have somebody who has that talent be able to do the announcement. Um and like even the if that's the cover art per se. Um I don't know, I just I I I like that approach. I don't see that. I see cinematics, I see trailers, I see like social media announcements. I don't see stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what's interesting to me. That's what catches my attention. I would like to say I think it it brings up a really interesting I I mentioned this a little bit before like you're having a greater appreciation for the work that's actually going to it because think about there's been so much like negativity in the gaming industry recently let's take last of us 2 for example where it's like crunch time constantly being uh delayed things like that but this is giving you a little bit more of a perspective that even for that cover art it takes a full day's work to get that stuff done like it takes a long time and people are like they need to be able to understand that these are actual people creating this stuff and they're not going to work well under crunch time. So it gives you that greater appreciation of what it takes to even go into a game. If that's all the visual of the announcement is, then we're going to be blown away by what's actually put into the game itself. Mm. Yeah, It's a good demonstration of their, uh, of their appreciation for their game yeah right uh i however i i do want to speak on the fact that this is not indicative of any of ubisoft's in-house team's work because i don't know if you guys were aware of this but this video is actually a collaboration with a popular graphic artist who has about 1.9 million followers on instagram i'm going to drop his link in the chat right now but his name is boss logic he's in the title Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he has his own community and everything. And more than anything, I, I do agree with you guys. This shines an excellent light on the graphic design community, but not only that, but they literally took someone from the community yeah. and, and had them live stream their work. And that's, that really says something. It really shows appreciation for those content creators that are not doing things that are necessarily easily visible. No, people, um, so. people think that designs and ideas just rise from the ground and form themselves like we got to watch this eight hour process of just this one image like i don't know that shit's cool it's it's brilliant for ubisoft uh for having a community member be a part of something so important that like they're you're, you're taking someone you're taking a content creator and you're having them advertise a potential new title for you like that's that's like a dream come true for like most of us. And like you like they put a lot of trust into that guy. You know what I mean? That's that's crazy to me. I mean, they can. He is his um his portfolio speaks for itself if you go to his oh. Instagram. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I would like 
to make the point that his name is plastered all over this live stream. And he has been thoroughly promoted by Ubisoft, which, you know, to me says that there is opportunity out there for graphic artists to be more than uh, someone who does commissions. You know, you can you can really make a name for yourself. It's it's brilliant. It's genuinely brilliant. I, I love the whole approach. I love that they did it in such an unorthodox way. I love the fact that the medium itself, live streaming actual graphic design work, creates suspense and hype just by existing. Because as soon as that live stream goes live, you know, people are tuning in and being like, oh my God, what is this? And then slowly as he completes the picture, you're finding out more and more about the next reveal. I, I genuinely think every aspect of this was brilliant. I think it was such a good move. Now, if you were to ask me about their games, uh, I, would, I would not probably give certain praise. But I think that this move in particular in terms of marketing was maybe the best thing they could have done at this point in time in general. I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I want to yeah, see more stuff like this. Too. I would like to see more stuff like this. What'd you say, Luigi? Uh, it's it's smart too because more people have time to actually sit through and watch that, or or at least um, you know be be participating in that. Uh, yes, because bit. of because of the, the quarantine you know, current events. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. Uh, I don't think that anyone who was not particularly interested in graphic design was sitting there looking at every step. Mm -hmm. um, but if you were like me, I tuned in and was like. What the hell? I'm gonna to have to come back later. You had plenty of time to do that. Mm -hmm. So I I think uh, this was a very classy move. I think awesome way of getting the community involved. Whoever came up with this was just excellent. Yeah, I would love to see more approaches like this. Uh, that said, it doesn't have to be specifically that, but it'd be nice to see more. I think this this uh method of advertisement brought on by them shows way more awareness of how the community works and even more self-awareness on ubisoft's part than they have shown with their past like six games <laughs> yeah they're, they're very understanding of what works and what doesn't here and what the community responds to i definitely think i don't know ubisoft's one of the smarter companies when it comes to that stuff i know uh, to a fault to a fault but when I think of, like, other big companies, I'm not going to mention any names. Um, I definitely think that they have a smarter approach towards things and that they actually, like, listen, even if it takes a bit. I, I would like to say... The reason I say to a fault is because a lot of their games get a little formulaic. They understand uh, what really hits that dopamine receptor, and they turned every single one of their games into it. You look at it. Far Cry, you look at The Division, you look at Assassin's Creed, you look at Watch Dogs, and what happens when you pull up a map? You see a huge set of icons and activities all over the open world that are really repetitive and formulaic, but completing them and ticking them off like a checklist really just, you know, it hits your brain right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do think that it's a bit shallow, but the fact that it is that they, they standardize their games in such a way that they wanted to optimize that kind of thing, which, like I said, is smart to a fault. I think it's it's smart enough that they're making moves like that, but they really kind of missed the heart of things. Would you say that Ubisoft is more of a community-driven uh, company? Like, do, do you think that they... Uh... 
I would literally have never said that before today. And after today, I probably would have said it. Yeah. Mm. Very, very valid. Because, you know, they're AAA. AAA developer. Generally, as we've seen, AAA developers have been pretty out of touch. Especially when it (laughs) comes to Ubisoft and EA in particular. I'm a very strong believer that the community just plays such a key role um, into any any success with the with the game or a franchise i think there's evidence both for and against that statement i agree with that as well i'd be interested to see i mean maybe we could talk about the, another podcast uh the, the counter to that hannah's yawning hannah tell us a story <laughs> uh one time i was born the end did that wake you up i ended up accidentally taking a nap before a podcast <laughs> no I, i'm, I'm... Roasting you live. I woke her up we 15 minutes Luigi's before we had to start. What'd you say, I woke her up 15 minutes before we started podcasts. Oh my I mean, god. There's that. <laughs> As I have been chugging it's stuff. It's okay. Over. We rose Luigi from the dead about 20 minutes before, so you're not alone. <laughs> you know, it's Squidward's ghost. <laughs> Watermelon fresh from the manure field. <laughs> Can we do that to Luigi? Can we drop it into his mouth? Oh my Just god. drop a watermelon on him? Would Great. you like that? No. I, why generic? Like <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like that? <laughs> awesome. Luigi, tell us. Tell tell us what? I don't know. Tell us something about yourself. Tell us a story. <laughs> Do you want to know what I did today? I don't actually. All right. So moving. I on. don't like that question. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No. Actually, can you can you tell us what you did today? <laughs> I installed install insulation and drywall today and i learned how to do that and it was actually kind of fun <laughs> where did you breathe enough of it in wait what i'm sorry what where did, did you... you breathe oh <laughs> did you did breathe I... enough I of it in did not breathe it in because he did he's dead now yeah, that's why he died <laughs> oh, open windows open um, windows that's all he says this was, uh... <laughs> no i said we had a lot of circulation with open windows but you didn't hear me because you were cutting me off <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah Kenny, anyway. how rude yeah. Oh no, it was at my brother's house. Um so that was fun. Did we eat, spit it uh, out? I'm trying not to spit out my water. Anything else you want to know? No, so uh we kinda we kinda glossed over this this week. Um uh, but I'd I'd like to give a little bit more time each week to uh how we've been doing. I I'd like to you know start uh testing the waters a little bit and how we're feeling, how we're doing, what we've been up to. I want to hear what's going on in your guys' lives. We can we can save that for the ends. I think that's cool, too. Yeah, I uh, like that. I think I like so, that. So, uh, in particular, I know Kenny's really been on his video grind, his YouTube video grind. <laughs> I want to hear I want to hear some about that, because you just dropped a, a hot one today. I have been slaving at my computer because I am obsessed with making videos, because... For some reason, it's a blast. Like, I love live streaming, don't get me wrong. I prefer live streaming over, like, video making because you can actually connect with your community in live, like, real time. But something about, like, putting together all these things, filming something, like, having it be yours, and, like, getting to sit down and really dive deep into everything, it's just, like, it's an, it's almost an addicting feeling. Like, I, I've pushed two or three videos this week, and I want to push more. Um, I have like a board full of ideas that I'm going to be kind of going through the next month, but it it just keeps me organized too. Like the more so, I push out content, the better I feel. 
Can you give us any insight into the process? Is this something that you do to unwind and relax? Or is this something that you're hard at work on? It's a little bit of both. Um, I am hard at work on this. Like, you can ask Hannah. Even when she walks in, she'll say, like, a full sentence or, like, three or five or seven. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'll have a whole conversation. Dead. Great. Dead. Everyone wave bye. Bye, Kenny. <laughs> you know, for those listening, Kenny's mic or Kenny's cam died. Great. Um, so I I don't know what happened. I think uh Luigi is doing Luigi sucked me into the of... void. Yeah, you got sucked into the void. <laughs> but ha, no, ha, it's ha. it's uh... it's a like I'm hard at work on this, but at the same time, like getting to sit back, put everything together is like very relaxing. Like seeing something come to life. Uh, putting things where they need to go specifically, like I love doing that. It's it's relaxing to me. Yeah, you're that's awesome. Under, oh man, I can't talk. And you know what? It shows the quality of your videos is insane, Kenny. Thank you. Yes. Honestly, something I would love to uh, strive for myself. I just wish that I got into this like a little bit sooner, just because I know it's at this point. I'd say personally, it's hard to get into YouTube. Even having a platform and a community kind of already built up, it's it's still a struggle. It's not. You know, easy. I was. I was talking about this in particular, um, but the reason that TikTok is kind of really popular is their lack of regulation on their content. <laughs> uh, and and when I when I say that, it also includes their algorithm because you can see the most heinous stuff on the for you page on TikTok, like as soon as you boot up the app. But like you go on YouTube and everything is algorithms, and it's going to determine whether you're seen by new people or not. And frankly, even if you can appeal to what they want, you're not necessarily going to be put into the algorithm. So I, while I think you're creating genuinely awesome content and you have a great community around you, I think that you deserve more exposure. I like not to toot my own horn, but I would completely agree. Okay, we didn't ask you to toot your own horn. No, that's the issue. <laughs> we didn't ask Luigi to come back from the dead, but he's here. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luigi, what have you been up to this week besides... Um, Walling with the Pink Panther. Uh, so I've also been editing montages still. It's something that I do. Um, I'd like to hold on real quick. I'm gonna interrupt Luigi. Uh, I just saw Kenny's shadow pass by Anna, so he's he walked away from his setup. Awesome. Where is he gone? Gone. The host is gone. Um, All right, go ahead. But uh, in, in the same sense as Kenny, it's a uh, it's a lot of hard work um, that I do love. Um, personally, gets a lot of the emotions flowing through. Are me. you talking about drywall? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm, talking video, I'm talking about video editing. Oh, okay. So I, I I do like you know a lot of the Halo montages still and whatnot. It's just something. It's just like one of my main things I love doing. Um, but aside from that, is actually learning more stuff um, about video editing. Um, and other than that, I've just been. Uh, organizing all of my trading cards actually and buying and selling them uh, for like the last week now um, it's been going pretty good I've sold a few and I've also ordered a few uh, that I really wanted to add to my collection so um, something that I haven't been able to put a lot of time into recently or like even just the, like the past like few months is something that I, I took a long uh, break from so that actually feels really good to do um, oh, cool. And other than that, I mean, basically anything else I've uh, kind of 
talked about uh, with my life um, in other podcasts. What about you, Hannah? Honestly, this past week, I've just kind of been, like, chilling. Uh, I've been doing more, like, craft stuff, trying to trying to get my creative spark back because I fell out of it a while ago. Um, I've been I've been working on more emotes. I've been doing more embroidery. And last night, actually, Kenny was sitting outside with me for about two hours. It was almost as, like three hours. <laughs> as I was making a um a flower crown in celebration of Beltane, which starts which starts uh April 30th or tomorrow oh, I, for us. I think I know someone who really loves that holiday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so I, I made a, a massive flower crown that if you guys want to see it, you can go go to my Twitter. It's it's there. It's it's pretty yeah. cool. Thank it is you. really cool. Yeah, I saw it, yeah. It's a lot bigger than I expected it to be. I was a white claw <laughs> and 30 ounces of a Mai Tai down watching it happen, and I was just like, what the hell is going on? I'm sorry, did you say 30 <laughs> ounces of a Mai Tai? How yes. big was the Mai Tai? <laughs> 45 ounces. <gasps> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're not with Luigi. Uh... Dude, same. I, <laughs> trust me. I, I was supposed to work on my video last night after I like we finished hanging out outside. I laid in bed and I was like, I cannot get up. <laughs> I am dead. I love my. No, time. I think you fell asleep before me. I did. I put like fifteen shots of Malibu in that thing. It's fine. Um. Oh my god! I thought I thought you had like trauma from Malibu because no, like, I love last Malibu. time you had Malibu around me, you almost died. It's fine. Story <laughs> <laughs> time. I I just want to drop a couple words for you guys to think on the viewers at home. Um, it's not it's gonna just, make any it's sense. Simple, simple two words, and you guys can <laughs> contemplate on it and how it has to do with the situation. But I'd like to say, blood cocoon. <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm gonna. I say. know what that is. <laughs> ah, bah, bah, okay. <laughs> awesome. Luigi's drywall. <laughs> Jake, we never, uh, we never got to talk about what you've been up to. You've been up to uh, deflecting something pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Kenny, can you say what you just said louder? Because I didn't hear you. I said deflecting. deflecting. Luigi, <laughs> Luigi wants to get away from the issue. <laughs> okay. I was about to advertise Luigi's new bakery, but never mind. I, I don't have a bakery. You've been selling drywall cookies there? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. That was something you would have said if I was drinking water. What, I, would have I was said, waiting. Try not to spit it out. <laughs> now, what oh, shape okay, went so, up to? Um, yeah, I've. I've been on my grind. It's a little tough to see in the cameras. I have big ass dark circles under my eyes. Uh, I have not had a day off since the Sunday before this past Sunday. I have been working every 12 hour shift I can get plus a 40 hour week trying to just make as much money as possible and help out as much as I can around the boys home. Uh, and in the meantime, between doing these things, I've been finding my Zen and running. I've been, you know, really trying to force myself to get out there, or at least during the first week I was. So I've been going out, I've been putting in headphones, and I've been running as long as I can, uh, just working out, just jogging. And this is something I haven't done in a while, so it took a bit to get back into. But after the first week, I really hit my stride. And I got to tell you guys about a product that changed my life. 
So if you've ever hung out with me in person, I push up my glasses all the time. They're always falling off my freaking weird face. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it or noticed or something. I have solved it. I bought wax. I bought wax for my glasses. It comes in a little lip balm tube and I rub it on like my nose piece. And when I run, my glasses don't even fall off. It was awesome. So, Wait. you know, I'm not going to drop any brands unless they're trying to pay me. But, you know, <laughs> look into it, guys. Yeah, Luigi, you can um, put it on your coffin so it stays in the grave. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but yes, I've been running quite a bit. I've been really hitting my stride. I've been using it as an excuse to go exploring. I think that's the most interesting piece about this is that's I've smart. been all over my city and I, I just wander into different neighborhoods and I pretend I'm exercising, but really I'm like looking for a place to jump into a window. He's he's looking for unlocked <laughs> car doors. Unlocked <laughs> car doors. I'm the open window maniac. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so I I've been exercising, I've been getting my money up, um and I've been I've been trying to do what's best for me, you know. You're on like the ultimate grind. I'm I'm on the biggest grind I've ever have been on. Uh and and frankly, I haven't been streaming, I haven't been making videos. The best I've been doing is putting out a funny tweet here and there. But I think it's going to pay off and I think I'm going to be in a better mindset when I do return to content creation because you know what? I'm going to be healthier and happier. And I've been happier and more aware every single day because I've been exercising. Uh, you, you know what's up? Today, I was going to skip it because yesterday I like I went hard and I was like, you know what? I can afford a day today. So I ate early because I try not to eat before running. And instead of just skipping out entirely, I actually waited two and a half hours for me to digest. And then I went out anyways. And I, I never, never would be that type of person. But I've been making the right choices lately, and I'm super proud of it. Yeah, like you told me, once you had that opportunity to make a great choice, you know? You honestly make me want to go running. Like, Hannah and I have Dude, been it's... going out and finding, like, new spots to explore in our area. And we've been walking for, like, hours a day. But I've been thinking about, like, starting to get up early and go running. Because I usually, I try to get up early, eat, shower, clean the room, clean the house, and then, like, jump onto my computer, get commissions done. But, like, I feel like even doing, like, an hour, hour and a half of running and then going into this, I'd have, like, a better mindset. I'd be more energized and motivated. If I'm going to be real about with it, like, about some advice, I'd say the first day is the only one that sucked. Mm -hmm. I'd say, like... I didn't hit my stride for like a week and that means I wasn't running for long periods until then. But I did feel great after every single time. And the first one was the only one I really had like burning lungs and just, you know, really, really felt it. But after that, it was just kind of going with the flow. I've been using it as a reset. I mentioned finding my Zen. It was, it's been my reset. I've been working a very, very stressful job. And going for a run, just popping my headphones in and listening to music is, it's been great. It's been, I get my mind off of everything. I don't a even lot, think about anything. A lot of people do it to clear their minds. And like, you're not the first person I've heard that says like, it does, it removes any negativities from your head, um, stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, I I've been try. going around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think everyone should at least give it a try. At least, at least for your, you know, your, your heart health. You know, uh, I want to live a long life, so I, I, I'm doing it more for my health, obviously, than anything. 
but I do think it's it's worth giving a try. It has been excellent for my state of mind. And you know what, guys? I'm I'm gonna be wicked real with you right now. I have been enjoying my hobbies for the first time in a literal months because I've been exercising regularly. I was in that state where I just wasn't having fun with things anymore. And now it's like, you know, I get what I get done. And now it's new to me again. Mm-hmm. I feel that because I recently started to, uh, like t- today I went on a run uh, with Yami before, or I'm sorry, a few hours after uh, dinner. And I also, I've just been going on walks in general after I eat um, with Yami. And uh, it's it's been making definitely a difference. Uh, Does he mind the saddle or no? Uh, he doesn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> do you take the coffee cups off his back before or after the run <laughs> he can't say anything serious around no, us I'm anymore sorry, <laughs> <I can't. laughs> God, right. i just had to hold back from saying something I I know. <laughs> i'm sorry luigi it's fine no, it's, it's fine it's fine i'll just continue my thing well uh that said i would highly recommend just you know getting your exercise in uh it's tough the first few days are always the toughest but once you get past that you feel better you look better i'm all i always care about how i look you you guys see my selfies um but just do your thing you know yes Um, how are you looking on time right now we're an hour and 13 minutes this is gonna be a longer one which is fun well yeah I think this is a good spot to wrap up. I, yeah. I, I do like uh I do like the concept of ending off by talking about our lives. I think it, it's a nice winding down period. I th- I I think it's good too. It kind of pushes us away from the topics and kind of like towards the conclusion of everything. So I mean, if you guys right. if you guys are happy with it, uh, we can wrap it up here. Luigi, what happened naked to your camera on this stream? <laughs> what happened to who? Why is it all of a sudden not bright at the end of podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Your man. camera's finally fine for the first I, time all night. It, it has to be like auto exposure. And it only kicked in it. after an hour and 13 minutes. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, I'd like to give a heartfelt goodbye to all our friends. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Hello. Great. <laughs>